Welcome to Sad Styles Productions. Let me run you through our daily specials. On Tuesday, relive your childhood gaming memories on the Retrograde Podcast. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a Frameworth podcast. On Fridays, losing money with Andrew Baskin helps satisfy your 20-minute sports gambling fix. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Enjoy the ride. Get into it. Coming up... A Sad Styles production. Get into it. F-Zero. Well, this is good. This is going to be a good... I like when we do these kind of games because we can... The gameplay is always fun. Yeah. Which well, version are we doing? SNES. The original. Okay. That's the original? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because it, didn't it get like crazy and there was like loops and oh, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. F- in, it, later in its career, like it had a few more releases. I think kind of realizing what the intention was, but the graphics couldn't overhold like it, or that early on. But like there was overhold. Wipeout 64. Or I mean, uh, overhold. Overhaul. No, I heard you. It's like the sequel to Overwatch. He's <laughs> like, you've watched it. Now hold it. If it was Luke Overhaul, that'd be a good <laughs> UFC fighter. And welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Major Bascom. And I am the bad boy of podcasting, Mike. Mikey Punch. Oh, Mikey Punch. <laughs> Mikey Punch. If you had to make a Mikey Punch, what would be in it? Oh, I would think uh, you always need strawberry. Oh, interesting. That's uh, not how I saw it going. Yeah. You always need, uh, you always need, I was going to say like shattered glass. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I'm making this punch for uh, the people at my high school who made fun of me. Uh, I'm wow, going to spike it specific with, uh, what is uh, what is that? Drano probably? Drano. Yeah. yeah, yeah a little yeah, bit yeah. of Drano. It's good taste. Uh, I would blend it. So the glass actually, <laughs> you barely notice it until it's already in your digestive tract. Oh track. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Actually, you know what? It's, I didn't have bullies in high school. I'm fine. I'm I was going to say, what happened? <laughs> oh my God. You had a house party? and, you know, I, tried I was, to bring I, a punch. <laughs> and they're like, look at this nerd that brings punch. You're like, I'm going to show them <laughs> one day at a time. Oh, with me as always, Mike Aaronworth, and this is the Retrograde Podcast, back for another week. Back for another week. And this week, obviously, the, the reason my my name was Mikey Punch Aaronworth, it had nothing to do with Fruit Punch. Oh, really? It had to do with uh, kind of an offshoot of one of the characters in this game, yeah. which was Captain Falcon, who shows up <laughs> in Super Smash Bros, uh, because we're looking at F-Zero. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so excited to be playing this game. So am Falcon I. Falcon Punch does not appear in the, the game, the titular F-Zero. It's, it's bizarre because, I mean, the, the original F-Zero, there were four characters. Mm-hmm. There was Captain Falcon. Yeah. There was Dr. Stewart. There was Pico. And then there's the character who probably should have been in the fighting game, whose name is Samurai Goro. <laughs> Like, what, what meeting are we having where it's like, okay, we need to represent F-Zero yeah. in the Smash Bros. game in some capacity. Uh, so, <laughs> is there anyone we could think that logically would lend themselves well? Well, uh, there's, there's a... a <laughs> I do like that Pico stands out a little bit because everyone else is at the t- top of their field. Yes. We have a doctor. Captain. We have a, a captain. <laughs> we have a samurai. And then what did you do? It's like, I don't know. I just found my way into here. I really like spicy salsa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I lost a lot of money on an internet uh, website or stock or whatever it is. Well, oh. it's, it's uh, uh, the apparently, uh, I don't remember this as a kid because I didn't really get into the lore of F-Zero when I was oh. playing it, but in the manual, there was an eight-page comic, essentially, oh which God. showed the escapades of Captain Falcon as a bounty hunter, which is like, <laughs> what is the logical transition? Like, you know, I, not a lot of people know this, but uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter yep. is now racing NASCAR. I didn't know that. It's really? not true oh, okay. because that's just as absurd yes. as a bounty hunter racing in F-Zero. I wonder how far you could get before I was like, wait a second. <laughs> 
it's NASCAR, I could get as far as the finish line if I wanted to. I bet you dog's like, uh, hey, dog, hey, you got to get in the suit? He's like, yeah, no problem. He's like, here's your helmet. He's like, helmet? Are you kidding me? <laughs> See these luscious locks? I'm not putting these things in a helmet. Are you out of your mind? And that's I, why he's not doing it. I had a friend, speaking of high school, in high school, oh. who had the So most, you did have a friend in high school. At least one. Okay. Um, he had the most perfect afro you've ever seen in your life. Mm. To the point where I asked him, when you sleep on it, do you like, does it get in the way of the pillow? Or Good do question. You, do you need it? Good question. And he said to me, no joke, I don't sleep with a pillow. Fuck off. I, I'm dead serious. Wow. Yeah. That'd be a great ability to have. It'd be amazing. You could sleep anywhere. You could sleep anywhere. It'd be like that time we went to Bonnaroo together okay. on cruising to USA. I think this is actually cruising USA, the first one. Okay. Uh, the, the annual road trip where you, yeah. myself, and maybe a couple of our friends, uh, road trip from Toronto to uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. Or Bonnaroo. Mm -hmm. We hit a couple stops. And when we got to Bonnaroo, which mm -hmm. is an exhausting music festival, I realized that I didn't <laughs> have... The, not ex Not fun. Not thrilling, exhausting. It is exhausting, but it's great. It's not the but first it's exhausting. Yeah, it is. it is my first one. But I'm like, it's exhausting, and in that exhaustion, I experience oh, yes. bliss. Um, so you forgot your pillow? I, no, I didn't forget my pillow. I forgot my uh, the plug for my air mattress, so I had to sleep on the ground. Yeah, but if I had long enough well. hair, oh. I could have just like tucked it underneath me. Yeah, if it was a Rapunzel situation. Oh. You could have just been having a, a mattress of hair, which, you know, in a fairy tale sounds really romantic. In real life sounds horrifying. 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 Because if your hair's that long, you also have bugs in it, almost guaranteed. Yeah, if so, you went over to somebody's house and like, you, uh, you could sleep over it. That mattress is made of my old hair. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, uh, no, I don't want to do that. Um, Probably smells terrible. But I would, depending on how much I like the person. Mm. Also, is, is it detached from their head at this point? At this point, yes. Oh, okay. It'd be cool if it weren't. Yeah. Just one like, big dreadlock that you're sleeping on. <laughs> you, If you had a pillow just full of uh, mustache clippings. Yes. You know what I mean? People would pay good money for it. People would? Yeah. Hey, D-Pads, let us know how much you pay for it. <laughs> You know, even just like a hacky sack of uh, mustache clipping. That is now the uh, the go-to insult people throw at me when they don't like my TikTok. Is either calling me Pablo Escobar, um, <laughs> Ted, La Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's funny. Uh, I like the Ted Lasso one. Yeah. Um, or just what the fuck is on your face. I get that one a lot. Um, but no, it's 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 a good time. The internet's a fun place. <laughs> the internet, full of mystery and wonder. Uh, yeah, just a, gr a great place to, to meet new friends. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to us and you're thinking, um, guys, the title of your podcast has nothing to do with my Mikey's mustache. Uh, first of all, if this is your first time huh. listening, welcome. What are you doing here? What, what are you? Hey, <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, how do you not know <laughs> this you, is what we do? Do you sneak in the back or something like that? <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, first of all, uh, hey. thank you for listening yeah, for the first time. Thank Secondly, you. typically what we like to do on this podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's a game that had some sort of an effect on us one way or another, good or bad. We give the game a rating out of four bits based on how we remember it back when we used to play it as kids. Then we take a bit of a break. We play the game, play some of that audio, come back and rate and review it yes. out of four bits again as it holds up in the modern day against likes of modern games. But before talking about the game, we usually like to take a quick left turn which um, which is apropos of the game apropos of the game and nascar as well yeah bunch of left turns bunch of left that. turns yeah just keep ending up back at the same place that is nascar is the worst right of everything mm. <laughs> of the racing sports <laughs> nascar is the worst quickly above genocide and something else yeah it's not quite above genocide, right, but regicide right, right. it is. Regicide, yeah. yeah, I can't, I can't see some kings dying. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, no, NASCAR is is pretty bad, but it depends on what your appetite and patience is for racing in general. So, like, uh, I don't know. It's really popular, and it's only growing in popularity. So, what do I know? Is it growing in popularity? Tremendously. Wow. Yeah. 
Why? Can you explain that to me, Andrew? No, I'm not a big race guy in general. Oh, well, which gets into this game a little bit too. You know what I mean? Oh, did you? Are you a fan of racing games at all, or no? That's a good question. No, not really. I, it, you know, what's your favorite racing game of all time? Oh, and you can't man. say Mario Kart because that's a gimmick. Fuck. And you also can't say Crash Team Racing Fuck. because that's close enough. Diddy Kong Racing. And you also can't strong. say F1, and you also can't say Diddy Kong Racing, and you also can't say Gran Turismo, and you also can't say Forza Motorsport, and you also can't say Project Gotham Racing, and you also can't say the only game you can say is Garfield Kart. Oh, it's definitely it's definitely uh, the OD Speed Dash. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it's, is what is your what is your I don't favorite? know. I, I, that's a really good question. Now, um, thank you. I thought a long time before I. Yeah, I can it. tell. I can tell. Um, burnout? No, I don't know. Burnout's great. Man. Burnout's a lot of fun. Man, it's it's tough. I think we got to like. I think we got to play more racing games on this thing. So I'm, I can I'm re- always up. Can for be it. reminded of that. Uh, you know what's the, the the funny thing is uh, apart from me on this podcast, the funny thing is I oh always think I don't like racing games. Until I play a racing game, and I'm like, that's eh, kind of good. The problem is, is after so much time in a simulation racing game, and by so much time, I mean like four races, mm. I feel like I've done everything, yeah. and I'm kind of done with it, because the intricacies of a simulation racing game, which attract a lot of people to it, I'm not that into. I completely agree with you. That is the thing. So, like, in my mind, a racing game is Gran Turismo. Yes, okay? yes. Gran Turismo. Looks spectacular. You can barely tell it's a video game. Yeah. But yet I suck at it because it's like, no, you got to feather, feather the brake on this one. And this turn's going to be the tires that you have and the weather. And some people like there are certain elements of certain games where I nerd out about the specifics. I love the idea that it's like, oh, I got to know everything. This is great. When it comes to racing, though, it's like, I don't like that. You're essentially memorizing a track. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, for some reason, that doesn't hit me in the same way. It's so funny. I love the idea of that, you Mm. know, because I like F1 a lot. And I, uh, probably more than you. Yeah, I would say so. I, honestly, like if I'm going to rate the, 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 who among us. Yeah. Sus. Sus. Likes the, like F1 the most and the least. Okay. I don't care what you say. Right. I'm rating myself okay. number one. <laughs> All right. And that's just a blanket statement in general. <laughs> I, know, I, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. And number two is you. Okay. Huh. Well, that's interesting. What I do you think about that? Well, you said you didn't care what I thought about it. I know. I My ears are plugged. The listener can't see this. <laughs> I think that's true. You do give off the vibe of a general asshole that got older and went, you know what I meant to? Race cars and it, pipes and the stuff. I was going to say, I got, I got into pipes as well. Might as well get into racing. It's like every guy that now wants to talk to me about F1 is the same guy that's like, How's your uh, stock market portfolio doing? I'm like, shut up. How is get it doing? F- get fucked. Like, it's just like, you've started watching this a year. I don't mean you, by the way, but this actually does kind of appeal to you a little yeah. bit. It's like, you started caring about this year and a half ago. And it's like, yeah, the one, well. The one thing is, I hope this sets me apart from the other people who do it. You're a nice person. I just want to say. Well, it's, it, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, you don't Sometimes. have to tell me that. Sometimes. I know you fucking asshole. Um, no, no. Is, is that, is that I am aware of the absurdity of the things that I love. I'm, I know that, that is it's funny <laughs> that I just got into smoking pipes because that is a decision you have to make. And F1 <laughs> is not like, that's a weird, like I, I feel like a lot of people will go about this and be like, no, I've been smoking. I've, I've been smoking pipes my whole life. Or Which like, is a crazy thing to say out loud. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I came out of my mom's womb and I came out foot first. And the reason for that is because there was something stuck in my mom's cervix. Yeah. And what was that? I hope the cervix is what it would actually be stuck in. I have no idea. I don't know women's bodies. Um, Was that my, I was, I had something in my mouth Uh and I was chewing on a pipe that my mom had swallowed. It went through her umbilical cord. And I was like, this is a nice little reminder of the outside world. Well, it's because if you were a person that grew up smoking a a pipe, you're the kid in high school that I hated hanging around at a party. That's like, has a long pipe and everyone else is like trying their cigarettes for the first time and stealing beer and stuff like that. And you're like, 
you know, Proust was, and I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck <laughs> off. No, I'm not friends. With, no, get me hell away from this guy. I'm never going to get laid this way. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny though. It is. I appreciate that you on, on it, on your face. Yes. Was like, Hey, I'm almost a caricature. <laughs> I, I fully accept you're that. Just like, I know that. You, but you come about it so honestly, instead of a guy that's like, <laughs> this guy's like, this has always been me. I'm just like this guy. It's like, fuck off. You're not this guy. You're putting it on. You're like a guy that goes to university and like, you know, creates an accent or something yes. like that. Oh my God. Yeah. I, which I did. No, but I was also very blatant about the fact that I'm like, I'm going to be in New Zealand for the next three weeks. I'm going to be New Zealand. I'm going to be from New Zealand for the next three weeks. And, uh, I did that. And mm. then it was actually hard for me to stop after some point. But again, it wasn't like, this is what my thing is. I'm like, I wonder if I can do this for three weeks. Mm -hmm. So the self-awareness I feel is there, but the end result is still the same. No well, one likes me. That's the problem is it's the, the end, I'm still a guy with a pipe in my mouth at the end of the day, watching F1. The Ends don't justify the means <laughs> for you. You're still a caricature of a human being, even though some person is like an asshole about it. And you're like, you know, you're self-effacing, like you're having fun with it. Yeah. You're both still in the same pool. That's true. Especially end. if you don't know me. You yeah. Know, like if you just see me smoking a pipe, you're not like, I bet you we came upon that with a sense of self-reflection. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're not thinking that. But what I do is like, if I walk into, when I walked into the cigar store to buy okay. a pipe, uh, which if you're not aware, cigar stores will sell you pipes. <laughs> they legally have to. They have to. They're not allowed to turn you away. <laughs> if you're in line, stay in line. Um, <laughs> uh, but I go in there and I, the, I open up with, I know nothing about this. I need your help. That's good. That's and how I bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> Not working well. Uh, okay, so we have 166 of these things. Episodes. Yes, episodes. Yeah. Um, you just said, if you don't know me, do you feel that the D-pads know you? I feel like they know a version of me that's probably more true than the version I know of myself. Oh, <laughs> wow. That what an introspective answer that was. Yeah. That was very telling. I feel like if you've been listening to this long enough, you know, the reason why people like podcasts is because right. you get to know the, the, the people who are speaking. Yeah. Like you and myself both. I, I feel like they, they know you as a very patient human being. <laughs> I think I'm a complete mystery to them. I'm an enigma. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, are you the one leaving all those question mark trophies around the, the yeah, city? I thought you never asked, Mr. Mikey. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love, uh, I love uh, in, in, in all the Arkham games, uh, the character of the Riddler is always just such a treat. He's just such He's a built for a video game. He's so built for a video game. <laughs> it's it makes perfect. Them, I mean, when they got rid of the Joker's like clacking teeth in the, from the yeah. original Arkham Asylum and they're like just the Riddler trophies and every time you get them, he's like, that was an easy one. I'm surprised <laughs> it took you that long. I'm like, that's so fucking perfect, dude. If you just played a generic video game and they're like hello i'm mr quiz i test you at every opportunity you'd be like oh my god lazy get yeah, out of here yeah, yeah, but yeah. they already had somebody named the riddler perfect. it was perfect it was perfect and i do love in the batman universe how the riddler's like notoriously anytime he comes up against batman in a 1v1 uh like in overwatch when you're like 1v1 me noob um it's it's he's lost already it's, yeah. it's game over for yeah. him except there's one there's one uh which i don't want to spoil but there isn't one of, is it one of the movies you watched it's one of the movies i've watched yeah. and it is notoriously one of the best movies um but the uh the the riddler plays a a much bigger role than than you might think ah. and uh, i won't say which one if you know you know and if you don't then you're you've probably had sex before so <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited for the riddler in the movie yeah. Um, in the new, in the Paul, Batman, Paul Dano, Paul Dano, 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 or Dano? Dano, Dano, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they both Paul, are... hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> Paulie D. Uh, oh my God. Him as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love. Yeah. Oh my God. Paulie D. If you want to write a new, uh, theme song for the retrograde, <laughs> let us know. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, I'm excited for that because it seems that they're doing like a serial killer type element yes. to, to the Riddler yeah. or like, uh, I don't know, Zodiac every, every, killer. Every character Paul Dano plays has a serial killer type <laughs> element to him. I do like that he would come into every, not casting session because I don't think he's like, you know, auditioning anymore, but he's walking in covered in blood. Yeah. And they're like, he's like, this character needs to be a serial killer. And you're like, oh, okay, we'll rewrite it now. Just, he's got that natural <laughs> oeuvre he's walking in with. He comes in also out of breath. Yeah, yeah. Out of breath, covered in blood. Fistful List, of hair. Fistful of hair, <laughs> listening to uh, to Phil Collins. <laughs> Huey Lewis. Or Huey, Huey, Lewis Huey Lewis in the news. Lewis, yeah. 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 I always uh, get that mixed up because in the book of American Psycho, it's Phil Collins and oh. Genesis that he goes on that rant about. But I didn't in, know in that. the movie, it's it's Huey Lewis in the news. Um, I mentioned Overwatch yes, earlier. Uh, just briefly as a- as, Shocking. As a, uh, shocking, very shocking. <laughs> I, I was thinking, why were you bringing up Overwatch? How? How happy are you? I'm asking you because I know my answer. Kind of okay. Uh, <laughs> honestly, you know, things aren't great. The weather's, um, weather's getting better. How happy are you? End of question. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that uh, that uh, Overwatch is back in the news because of crossplay, and that gives us an excuse to talk about it unironically. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it's, it's something that we talked about, if, you know, speaking of people that have listened to almost every episode, it's something we used to talk about incessantly and yes. probably too much. And then we didn't talk about it for a long time as Mikey would continue to play, but just not as much. Yes. And I stopped playing. And now we've both picked it up more ferociously. Uh, voraciously is probably the better word to use. No, and I'm pretty ferocious when I pick it up. You are. You're foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Very much foaming. <laughs> yeah. Are you a shit talker on that game or no? Okay. It depends. I, I don't shit talk my own team, but if someone, like if as a support character. Yeah. I have to be, you say, you say that, that, that as, as though it's a joke, but most people only shit talk their own team. I completely agree um, with you. I, if, if I'm as a support character, I, I main Ana. And if there's a DPS who is, who has that DPS being damaged, if you're not too familiar with the, yeah, like, the we attack should keep it nice and yeah, yeah. explanatory. Often, if you have a, an attack character that's very quick and able to get into the back line, their entire goal is to kill you as the support yes. character. So if they do that, like as a tracer, for example, and I kill the tracer. Hardly newer. Tracer hardly newer. Yeah. I, trace me like one of your French girls. Yes, exa that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking of. Mary um, down. Yeah, yeah. Which is a weird scene in that movie when she just strips <laughs> nude and asks someone to draw her. And you're like, what are you doing? That's only happened a few dozen times to me. And I, I keep thinking every time it happens, I'm like, here we go again. Okay, I guess, <laughs> I guess I'll get my, I guess I'll get my charcoals out. I'm okay. really a good yeah. drawer here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. I just like crushing it. Just yeah. like crushing it. And you know, that's a weird story too. James, James Cameron drew that. No. Did you know that? Of, no. of her? Of Kate Winslet. I just like- Good on ya. He's like, she's like, I don't know, 22. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I'm going to do this scene. Do you think like, he said to her, can I paint you like one of my French girls? <laughs> probably. Probably, honestly. Probably, and he's like, uh, use that. Use that. And he's like looking around at people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> There's no I, one in the room. What the cameras have turned off. Everyone's gone home. Uh, Mr. Cameron, why am I here? Uh, Strip down. You know what the worst part is? We're joking. That in Hollywood. Probably happened. Probably happened. Probably what a happened. disgusting place. Okay, so, yeah, sorry, so, yes. Yeah, so if, if they're making it their goal and their aim to kill me and I kill them twice in a row, mm. I'll be like, hey, why don't you try again, Trace? Like in the chat, I'll be yeah. like, hey, try again. Like maybe I won't sleep you next time and I'll give you a shot. Like one of those things. Right. To like Because what I find is that really throws them off their game yeah. as a support character i'm not supposed to be killing that person yeah. but if i can get in their head and frustrate them you're basically taking an entire character out of the I game yes um and at the end of it i'll always say that was a lot of fun well played good and if they kill me i'll be like okay you know what i mean like it's not shit talking for the point of upsetting someone right it's shit talking in the way that like 
uh, a talented hockey player will do it because that's part of the, the gamesmanship. Yeah, get their head out of the game. Yeah, yeah, It yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so I say this because of the cro- in crossplay. So Mikey plays on PC. I play on console. And a big part that you're talking about with the chat doesn't exist in console, right? So you can't see... There's no generic chat where everyone right. by both teams can see it. Right. You can, you have little like emoticon, emoticons or you can like talk to each other, but you can't talk to both teams. In PC, you can. Yes. And so now there is a chat where I can see what other people are saying and I have to look at them and go, is that my team? Oh, yeah. that's yeah, the yeah, other yeah, team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and it's like, and you know what? I love it because it really does get under my skin where yeah. it's like, man, we're, we're rolling. This exactly. is too easy. And you're exactly. like, fuck. And you're like, God, it just drives me crazy. It's great. All you need to say is one thing. Cause it turns out people reading text about themselves really upsets them. Yeah. <laughs> I've only written back once. Cause the guy said the rolling thing and then we beat them and I'm like, roll question mark, roll, rolling, <laughs> rolling question mark. And cause fuck. Yeah. I'm like, and, and that, that the makes number me of times in like a best two out of three match in that game that, uh, that someone on the other team says like, this is too easy. And then they end up losing yes. is, it's it's phenomenal how I love often it. that happens. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's yeah. So you know, and I we don't know when Overwatch Two is coming out yeah. um, indefinitely. I don't know whatever whenever that date is going to be. But it's nice to have it back in a little bit that we could talk about it. And and we've talked about in the past. We're going to probably get someone together where we can play with. We've, uh, we had a, a few people reach out. I just have not been able to. Weirdly, I have not been able to play Overwatch in a while. Usually, I'll put in like thirty minutes here and there, like on my lunch break or something like that uh, when I'm working from home. But uh, lately, I just haven't been able to. And yeah. I know that there have been a couple requests on the uh, on our Twitter at Retrograde Mikey or at Retrograde Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of people's contact information, and as soon as I'm on, I'm 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 adding you guys and we're playing. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. We're gonna do a game where we're on mic. Maybe we'll do it into a mushroom club as well. Which yeah. Is, of oh, course, that'd be a lot of fun. A Patreon.com/slash Retrograde Podcast or five dollars a month where we do extra bonus content. Um, and I think that'd be a lot of fun where we can get people together and, and play together. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would I would enjoy that. And uh, it's you know it's one of those things that that does become one of the games that I play and I feel less silly playing it now that it's back in the zeitgeist with crossplay. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't tried crossplay. It's in its beta stages. I know you yes, have and you talked yes. about that earlier. Um but I'm 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 pretty pumped about that. I want I want to get into that. Oh, I, I don't play. Yeah. I don't blame you. I, I actually don't know how I don't sign up for crossplay, so I'm just going to keep riding with it. Oh, there you go. Why, there not? You go. Why, Why not? not? Yeah. yeah. Uh what about what about movies and TV, Andrew? I know you usually got some new ones on the go. What yeah, you, I'm, you, I'm aware of them. They're, those are those are things I enjoy. T- TV and movies? Yeah, t- well, TV and or. Yeah, usually not the same time. <laughs> Uh, I usually choose one or the other. Um, yeah, you know, like I was saying, Girls 5 Eva is still, uh, you know, uh, chucking along in, in Canada. And that, that's been a lot. That's just right down my alley. So yeah. I always very much look forward to those. Um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which was the documentary series that we talked about, right. um, has a now post episode that oh. just got posted of like a that's about the serial killer uh the golden state the killer. golden state killer what's what's the name of the author that basically broke the case wide open yeah, i know it's Pat what Oswald's was wife, her wife. name i want to say mary, mary elizabeth winstead is that is, that's is, an is actress that uh is that her name i honestly nope, don't know that's oh, okay, somebody okay. else entirely <laughs> she is the love interest in scott pilgrim that's mary elizabeth that's, winstead yes her name is always on my head she's a, <laughs> I, I, so I love her so much yes <laughs> that manic pixie dream girl archetype yes yes um uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm so sorry. I actually don't know if that's my head, but the uh, so they've done kind of a recap because as the show was premiering, um, they f- they found the guy and yes. put and he went through a court case and then they found him guilty and so I believe. Wait, so does that was that not addressed in the original series? I didn't. It is in it. the finale. Oh, okay, okay. It okay. is in the finale, and because you get all the the survivors of these attacks or or families of the victims uh, talking about you know what it feels like now that this guy has been found and stuff like that. So there is now a new episode of that. So if you heard us talk about it and wanted to follow up, you can still pursue that. That's on HBO Max in the States on Craven Canada. Here's a, here's a question for you. I'm half joking. 
kind of serious. Almost all the time, yeah. Almost all the time. <laughs> I'm full joking all the time. If uh-huh. you were a victim okay. of the Golden State Killer, yeah, because uh, he didn't kill everyone. Sometimes he, like, he, he, he really traumatized a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of sexual assaults, yeah. A lot of sexual assaults. Um, if you were a, a male victim of his, okay, and I have to differentiate that because of the, uh, the what I'm about to get into, okay, and you know he's in prison, okay, and you're at the point in your life where you've never gotten over it, okay, and you probably never will, right, and you've been struggling, which I assume some people have. They're oh, just unable to get over yeah. it, and they're unable to live their life as a result. Yeah. What are the chances? And is this an idea for a movie? Okay. That you commit a crime. I'm so scared right now. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm thinking, you're just walking out on the thinnest of ice, and I'm at the shore, and I'm like, Mikey, Mikey, just be careful. You're so scared, I can tell. Be careful. The, the, the energy in the room has shifted. Yes. <laughs> um, um, you're editing this week, so take the, it out the if The cross want. is upside down. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not that bad. Would you, and I can okay. imagine this being the idea for a movie, commit a crime, pl- have a plea deal requesting that you're sent to the same prison. So I could kill him? Suicide by, yeah. like murder-suicide doing Epstein that. We could Epstein him or uh, John yeah. McAfee him. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, um, it, I think that's up to the person. What what does, do you think heal, do you think killing this guy will will heal all your problems? I don't think anything will. I, that's the, that's what I eventually would say. Is but, it, it, you know, but who am I to tell at anybody? At least you have a moment. Maybe I, again. I'm, Maybe this is this is less about about would someone actually do it and more. Or you like, bring down yourself to their level. Great. Let me, yeah, you let want me you want to swim? You want love, in the mud? Okay, one of my favorite moments in Batman. Uh, in, <laughs> Is when he's sexually so assaulted by Joker. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. Is is when is when in in the Dark Knight Returns, uh, he's fighting the the uh, the the gang leader of of I can't remember the name of the gang. Sure. That's that's that is is very prevalent in the first half of that comic and, okay. and movie, and he gets he basically tricks the guy to bring him into this pile of mud with him. And there's this weird parallel to like oh, the I know leader being, yeah. being a pig. They're like the punks and yes, stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Batman gets makes the guy unwillingly or unknowingly bring him down to his level so Batman could just beat the living shit out of yeah. him and break every bone in his body. Like, there's that scene to me is so indicative of what I love about Batman's later, yeah. the tragic element of the end part of his career where the line between him and the criminals is even more blurred. Um, and, and because of that, maybe you get down to their level and it's like, now you have no excuse. Like, this is me getting my revenge on you. Yeah, I think that's like, you know, but interesting enough, I also have a point from Batman to illustrate the, <laughs> illustrate my point. <laughs> but it's like, since you brought up Batman, like when he kills Joe Chill, when he, or he doesn't kill Joe Chill, right. when he right. gets as far as he can to killing this guy, the same with Spider-Man, with, with Uncle Ben's assassin and stuff like that, they, they realize they're not going to feel better. Everything's not all of a sudden magically going to get better when they do this. And it's actually like a little bit of like, oh my God, like I, do, I, I feel awful. So what about this then? Okay. Here's the twist in the movie. There's the twist. Is... The, no one can write this script. No this one can ours. write it. It's I mailed this to myself already. Yes. <laughs> I posted I'm holding it. Yeah. A picture of the newspaper <laughs> and other things that I, I don't know. Yeah. That don't actually work in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Um the the uh the end scene comes, or oh. close to the end scene. Okay. The climax, okay. as they say in script writing school. Right. Yeah. Before the denouement. S- script writing school. Scriptwritingschool.com. That's where I went for my <laughs> it was a it was it was a course at Trump Trump University. Trump University. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and uh so so they're the 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 person's there who's put himself into prison and he has the killer's life in his hands. Oh. Decides this is, this is thrilling. not to not to go through with it. Oh. And lives the rest of his life 
in the cell next to, or the same cell as the killer where the killer knows who who the real monster is. And it could happen at any time. It happen at any time. Oh, see, that's, that's the revenge. And he lives with the power knowing he's putting him through the same shit. I like this. See, the, I like the idea of the power dynamic. Yes. That's pretty good. Oh, okay, I like this. this is so good. should we cut out the last 10 minutes and write yeah, the script? Yeah, 100%. Okay, Let's good. just write the script. And then at the end, Nick Fury shows up and goes, yeah. do you want to be part of the Avengers? And he initiative? becomes the Punisher. He does. Oh, my God. <laughs> A character I desperately don't want to see in the movies. I I want him so bad, no, man. I the love worst the people like the Punisher. I I, well, hey, we've already Oh, no! You're the worst person! I already said I'd rather put myself through prison <laughs> to get revenge on someone. Yeah. Um, I just, the number of, like, uh, <laughs> like Punisher tattoos in the asshole's oh, car. Oh, I know, like, I know, it's like I this. Know. Or the <laughs> blue line, like, with the Punisher oh, thing. I'm like, oh, I know. It's like, oh, well, wow. No, but here's the thing. Of, uh, I mean, this kind of goes back to the pipe conversation. But okay. the, the thing I love about the Punisher is how... How blatantly uncreative they're trying. They're just like, this guy's a fucking maniac. And in Civil War, which is one of my favorite comic series yeah. where, where uh, they, they're they faced, the, the the Marvel Universe is faced with heroes having to, which we would have seen in the movie Civil War as mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. revealing who they are, their true identity to the public. And it basically splits this, this rift between all the heroes. The Punisher is brought in as just this maniac, and neither side really likes the fact that he's even there because he's shooting like heroes with a fucking machine gun. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, he's not using his super. No, he's just a psychopath. He's just a psychopath. Yeah, he, like, I, yeah, that's that, that is a hero to a lot of people. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I like the absurdity of it. Not the like if if that's a real human being, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and it's funny because I I only really think he lands in the comics. I don't like to see him in live action because it just never. It feels a bit more gross when you watch. Yeah, it it's too happen. real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, especially because I think it was because his kid and his wife were murdered. Yes. And so therefore he murders everybody else. Yes. And it's like, hmm. This is like the blown out version example of what you're talking yeah, exactly, about. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh, wow, that came home. Um, speaking of uh, uh, blown out versions of things, oh. we talked about F-Zero yeah. and how, uh, before this podcast, and how that name makes no sense. Oh. But did you know that it's called F-Zero mm. because it's kind of a blown out version of F-1? It's taking it from <laughs> F-3 to F-2 <laughs> to F-1 to F-Zero. <laughs> that's legitimately what it is. That's, that's what it is. Oh, wow. The story behind this game formula zero F formula zero it's it's actually f is formula formula yeah. zero no, no no i didn't just i'm just say that no i know i'm explaining it to you because sometimes it takes you a bit i don't think that's true though no no it normally i mean the, the listener knows but no no yeah you're you're like really what? quick and, and up on it okay always um, okay i get okay i'm not like i don't agree See, with like, you this but this is I, an like example where you're not understanding what i'm mm. saying it's taking you a while and the listeners just, just nodding be, along right I'm just now just trying to be polite oh that would kill me too at home like oh, he's having one of those moments again <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, would, that would just end every piece of, any shred of confidence I have in my life. So the story of this game is it takes place in the year 2560, which is simultaneously impressive yeah. and disappointing if that's what our future looks like, because I think we could have way more than, yeah. than this in 2560. That's really far. It's, they didn't do that bullshit of his like, it's 2042. Exactly, like, oh, exactly. Wow, 21 years it looks like this? And the, the story is that you have a group of multi-billionaires, which happened way quicker than, like hmm. they, they were using multi-billion, because remember when a billion dollars was like insane? Yeah. Like it should be? Yes, like it should, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but now, I mean, this is obviously this game came out in uh, 1991 uh, in North America, 1990 okay. on the SNES. So they thought 30 the, years ago, 30 years ago. So 30 years ago, they thought the idea of several multi-billionaires was so futuristic that it's reserved for the 2500s. <laughs> um, turns out we're living that right now. Yeah. They and, had to wait seven years, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah ser- honestly, it was just about that. Yeah. And the, the, uh, the story is that they got kind of lethargic with their money so that they created this new sport to make themselves feel a little bit more, which sounds right. It sounds right. And that's a cool idea for a a, a game. I don't know how popular that concept was. I mean, you know, I know you have like the, what's the, the uh, running man is kind of that running man, roller, uh, roller ball, roller ball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it is, it is something futuristic bloody sports created by like huge oligarchs. Yes. Uh, Death race or whatever. Death race. Yeah. 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 Um, So that's, that's kind of the concept of it, which I I like. Maybe it is a little bit derivative, but you know, at least it provides some context for it. The four characters, as we mentioned earlier, are (laughs) Captain Falcon, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Stewart. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Pico de Gallo. Pico. Uh, and Samurai Gorosh. Uh, and those are kind of like the four main ones. The, the guy who came to the limelight, it turns out, was, as I mentioned in, in the instruction books, Captain Falcon. Yeah. And then, obviously, through subsequent releases of the Super Smash Bros uh, or the Smash community, he's in just about every game, and he became absolutely a fan favorite. What well, is he more famous for Smash Bros than he is for F1, right? I believe so. Yeah. Because you know who he is in, F, in F-Zero, not F1. Oh, sorry, F zero. Yeah, I'm so sorry. He, he tried to to Apologize. do he tried to do F one, but Lewis Hamilton just kept kicking his ass and he got <laughs> bored with it. I got to go back to my futuristic billionaire sport. Yeah, exactly. Wait exactly. a second. Um, the uh, so it's 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 it, I, I think it would probably be because in F zero more of what you see is the car, not him. And in Smash Bros, yes. you see him. And everyone who knows Smash Bros knows Falcon Punch, Falcon Kick. Like yeah. that is how he rose to prominence. I think more than anything that makes else. Makes sense. Um, this is this is. He should have a pedal stomp. Oh my god, dude! That would be amazing. Separates the guy's legs and just stomps oh, on his oh, genitals. I, okay, this is Mortal Kombat. I thought okay. you meant like a like a peripheral where you like stomp <laughs> on it and that does the Falcon kick. I would have oh, been incredible for that. Um, so this was uh, like I said, released in 1991 in North America. It was developed by Nintendo EAD, which was a division of Nintendo that was created when they were experimenting with the idea of shifting from a toy company, which mm. Nintendo started out as, to primarily or at least to to more more wholeheartedly video games. So it was a stacked production company or development company okay. uh, featuring the likes of Shigeru Miyamoto. Oh, I've heard of them. And here's, I want to read you some games. These games came out between 1985 and 1995. All of these games. And this is very heavily front-loaded towards 1985 to 1990. Right. So most of these games came out in that time. Super Mario Bros. Wow. Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Zelda 2. Mm. Doki Doki Panic and Super Mario Bros. 2, which were kind of the same game. Super Mario Bros. 2 was a reskin of Doki Doki Panic uh, from, from uh, on the Famicom and SNES. Super Mario Bros. 3, Super Mario World, F-Zero, Pilot Wings, Zelda Link to the Past, Super Mario Kart, Star Fox, Link's Awakening, Wave Race. These wow. Are, every single one of those is something that every gamer knows about, with yeah. maybe the exception of like Pilot Wings, maybe Wave Race, but insane amount of talent coming through in the early years at Nintendo, not because they were the only company doing it, because when you go back and play most of these games from this small development uh, subsect of Nintendo, Mm -hmm. they're all great. It's not like they just got in first, therefore we know those names. Yeah, There was a magic there that is unheard of. And it got me realizing, like, where where do you, okay, in the, in the, the- Please don't point at me. Uh, I'm going to point two fingers now. Hey. Bam, bam. I'm bam, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. You're bam, I'm innocent? (laughs) No, I'm I'm innocent. Then you go, I don't care. And then I jump out of the waterfall. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, is there a future to video game? There should be. There should be. I know there's a Waterworld video game. Oh, we'll definitely be talking about we'll that. We'll definitely be talking about that. <laughs> keep keep an eye out. Um, the uh, the the when when it comes to the the quote unquote war between Nintendo PlayStation Ugh, yes. and and Xbox or Microsoft. Where do you stand? Not in terms of like who's winning the war, but Switzerland. like most. Switzerland. <laughs> Sorry. Most most people have preferences yeah. uh, one way or another, warranted or unwarranted, or actually often warranted. It's just, it yeah. comes down to preference. You're allowed to say which one you like the best without it meaning you want the other ones to fail. Yeah. Do you have a preference, be it console or overall feel of the company or their mission well, statement? I've owned more PlayStations okay. than I have any other console. Right. So I, therefore, I would think that's where I lie, even though... You know, like, I, so, like, that is just, that's the base level. Let's sure, just start with sure. there. Then there's, like, the grass is greener thing where I'm always envious of, like, Nintendo doing cool things yeah. and stuff like that. But then again, I think that would be, like, I can't wait to borrow somebody's Switch. Not, like, um, I, not, like, every game that comes out, it's, like, Nintendo-vied, no, Nintendo version of right. a shooter. Sure, I'm sure, like, sure. well, that's not as much fun. I'd rather have the PlayStation for that. Right. But I would really like to play Pokemon Snap. Yeah, I see, I like that. I, I Nintendo kind of always does stand apart from the rest of them because they, yeah. they just stick to the... They, they are very much the apple of the industry. Yeah, because yeah. Because a lot of it is proprietary. They do their yeah. own thing, very creative, very much visionaries, often copied, seldom uh, reached when it comes to them doing their own thing. Right. Um but I'm always hesitant. Frustrating at times. Frustrating, very yeah. frustrating at times. Yeah. And because of that, I'm always hesitant to give them more credit than I think they deserve. I think they overprice their games. I don't like the fact that they essentially never go on sale. I think they're hmm. uh, they're uh, overly limiting in terms of what you can do in an online landscape with their yeah. games. And I think they often don't put enough into some of their franchises to warrant a reboot. I'm looking at games like Mario Tennis as an ah. example. Uh, and still charging full pop and never discounting it so that I'd never even be able to get a chance chance to play it unless I'm willing to pay full price. Those things frustrate me. However, However. They, they are the OGs. And I often yeah. forget that. And I think about a boxer like Muhammad Ali, okay. where he's so good, and or Wayne Gretzky is a hockey player, sure. where they're so good that they're almost underrated. It's almost like people don't give them credit that's for good, being as good as they good are, example. even though they're often called for being the best of the yeah. best. Um, huh. like, there's this whole discourse right now where it's like, was Muhammad Ali as good as he? And it's like, no, he's amazing. Fuck off. He, yeah. he, he yes. Um, and and the older I get, the more I, I I think you'd probably agree with this that like Gretzky, say what you will about him, but like he has the fact that you know pads game has changed this and that. Yep. No one else was close to his points, regardless of how the game has changed. If he never scored a goal, he'd still be the the all time point league. Get her through, in through assists only. NHL yeah. only. Like it's just it is like every I know it's fun to like argue and it's good to have, especially when it comes to sports, there's always discourse around like, well, we got like a grace of all time, so it's a fun conversation. Right. It's just not it's just not fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? know, I like, know. Okay, I guess we could do this. And I agree with that when it gets to Nintendo too, they probably have the highest batting average. Yeah, oh, that's such a good point. Of of games out there, which which gives a consumer confidence putting down their hard-earned money. Hey, there's not a lot of money going around these days. We get that. Right. And if you have to spend seventy to eighty dollars, depending on where you live, on a game, you gotta want to think that there's at least a high floor to it. That's true. You know, and, and it, it Nintendo time and time again proves that. Yes. You know, so as often as I'm critical of them, I do often need to take a step back and and realize, similar to Gretzky, if he never scored a goal, he still would have the points thing. If Nintendo never released another game, they would still be potentially the best game development company of all time. I completely agree. And I want to talk about one thing because when we we were talking about F-Zero. I learned about a, a peripheral 
that was a cassette player, essentially, where you could record your created uh, tracks yes, on it. Yes, you mean Excitebike, yes. Oh, what did I say? F-Zero. Yes, sorry, yeah, Excitebike. Now, doing research into F-Zero, I yeah. found out about another peripheral oh. that I didn't know existed, but listen to how fucking ahead of its time this is. And is it possible that Nintendo, you know, similar to something like the Virtual Boy or, or uh, you know, another one of their peripherals that just kind of almost came too early. The robot. The <laughs> Rob, of course. Rob the robot. Um, Gaming this, glove. This is called the <laughs> Nintendo Power. Or did you say that the Power Glove? Yeah, the Power yeah, Glove. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Wizard. Um, <laughs> this is called the Nintendo Power, not the magazine. Oh. Uh, although the magazine, also a good idea. Yeah, good idea. The, the Nintendo Power is something I'd never heard of. It's a peripheral that you essentially get for your Super Famicom or your SNES. Oh. And it gives you a cartridge. The idea was that you take that cartridge, a blank cartridge. Okay. And you go to a game store. Okay. That has a kiosk okay. for the Nintendo Power. Right. You put in your cartridge. You pay for a game. It's less than what you would pay for it if you bought it off the shelf because there's no physical branding. Mm. There's no nothing. You download it from that kiosk. You can load up like two or three games, bring it back, and then you have those games. So the appeal... Instead of just, was it cheaper? It was cheaper. Oh. It was cheaper. So you could, I mean, even even if it weren't, mm. imagine the idea that you could have a vending machine somewhere yeah. where you go to buy your games. The the idea, like that's Apple level way where they never yeah. get credit for revolutionizing the retail market, <laughs> yeah. like in, in retail space. Nintendo was so ahead of their time that this thing was just like, you know, it probably didn't succeed because you had companies like, you know, the GameStops, the, the all that EB saying games, like, like yeah. hey, what do you mean they're less money? We don't, If we don't make money on that, exactly. we want them to buy the physical copy. But it was just weird digital era, kind of digital era of gaming before that ever existed. That's it's so, cool. so fucking cool. That's so cool. You're right. It's in the way that it's really hard to sometimes encapsulate how much credit they should get. Yeah. Because it's hard to, it's like hard to remember what it was like before things. Like, you know, you said the Apple thing. It's like, it's really hard to remember what happened before the iPod. Yes. And then all of a sudden the iPod came out and it's like, well, that's the standard. Yes. And then the iPhone came out and it's like, well, you, do you remember phones before screens? Right. It's like, no, but it's, and it's, so it's hard to encapsulate. But also retail shopping experiences. Yes. Yeah. The idea yeah, yeah. of, of someone having just like a thing that you could pay wherever they are as opposed to going to a cash, yeah. you know, putting in an appointment for a meet, like all that stuff. There are, there are these things that go unnoticed and I absolutely believe Nintendo is the version of that and I have the same issues with Nintendo that I do with Apple, yep. but you do need to pay respect where respect sure. is due. To go back to the game F-Zero though, you had of mentioned course. that you don't have much experience playing it, right? No, I don't, even though I'm, I'm super aware of it and I think I played versions later. Yeah. Uh, but not the SNES version. Okay, yeah. So it, it had been expanded upon for, I, mean, I know there's one on the N64, I think on the GameCube as well, where it, it became kind of more visually what we remember it as. Yes. It was kind of a comp competition between F-Zero and Wipeout for like the, the Sony yeah, fans where okay. Wipeout had a very similar vibe, but that came out five years after the original F-Zero. So they were obviously uh, 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 mimicking a little bit what Nintendo was already sure. doing with F-Zero. Um, I remember this game very fondly. I didn't play it as much as a lot of the other games, but it was an original launch title for the uh, Super Famicom, I believe, in Japan. Mm. Two games came out for the Super Famicom. It was Mario and F-Zero, and mm. that was it. Wow. Which is crazy to think that there's only two, but if you're only to choose two games yeah. for a console, that's pretty impressive. Pretty crazy. Um, I, I played this game a ton. I loved the fast-paced nature of it, but I had this weird thing, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, where certain games and genres really intimidated me. Mm. Fighting games are that way. Racing games are that way. So it was like I would win a race, but then be almost scared to go play another round. Oh. Uh, even though I loved it, it's just, it's, it's, 
you're constantly anxious the whole time you're playing it. Yeah. You know, it's so fast paced and so breakneck. And I'm curious to see if that pacing holds up in the modern day, which which we're going to see obviously when we play it. Um, but obviously, you know, before uh, we do that, it's worth saying that usually, um, I, have, do you have enough experience playing this game in the in the retro or back in the day to give it a review based on what you remember it? Or do I you want to? So. Yeah? Yeah, okay, I think so. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's funny because like, you know, I just recommend anyone that's listening at home right now going like, F-Zero, I know what F-Zero is. Right. A lot of loop-de-loops and uh, fake gravity <laughs> and shit like that. And you're like, actually, go back and look at the Super Nintendo one. It's a lot more straightforward than you th- it, remember. It really is. It almost looks more like Road Rash or something yes. along the lines than, than anything yes. else. Um, so so I think unless, unless there's anything else that you want to say in terms of your overall experiences with it, maybe we get into our reviews. Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. So for those of you who are new or may have just forgotten, Andrew and I each give these games two specific rankings. The first ranking out of four bits is our review based on what the game meant to us growing up as though we're reviewing it back when it first came out. Then we take a bit of a break to revisit the game and give it its second ranking, also out of four bits, which represents how the game holds up in the modern day. That said, every game will receive an ultimate score out of a possible 16 bits with eight of those bits coming from Andrew, four for the retro score, four for the current score, and eight for myself, same breakdown. Oh, Andrew, why don't you uh, avoid the pit stop yep. uh, and break down your score. Oh my God. Like a car breaking down? Like a car breaking down. Oh no, that'd be terrible. Okay, so F-Zero, so like we're talking about, wasn't a big racing guy, still kind of am not, but this was back in the day where where he was still... It was more, I don't want to say the word fun, because fun's a kind of a, a you know weird word to use in it, sure. but it wasn't so hyper-realistic where it's like, you're either great or you're going to have a really frustrating time That's playing fair. this game. That's fair. There's still a little bit of give. There's still a little bit of like rubber banding and, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like playing, uh, how about this? How about this analogy? It's like playing bowling with the bumpers in. Okay, fair. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still yeah. going to get to the end. It's not a know? simulation game. It's yeah, Right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, but with that being said, it wasn't one of my favorite games. F-Zero got eaten up by different generations later and different things that came after it that were directly inspired by it. Yeah. That's unfortunately going to punish F-Zero in my mind. Right. Even though really shouldn't, but that's just the way it is. It's not a game I've thought too much about, but yet has this outstanding... Um, you know, association on society because of uh, Smash Bros. Yeah, of course. So I can't give it a very high score, unfortunately. It yeah. sucks, but I'm going to give it two and a half because it's a gr- it was a good game and going back to look at it, I was like, this is a lot of fun, but it's not something I ever think about. There's there's a barrier to entry, which is do you like racing games? Yeah. And if you didn't, unfortunately, it's not for you. As we always say on this podcast, the retro score is highly subjective. We Ugh. were kids, we were not critics and we're just basing it on how we remember it. So I totally get what you're saying there. This game to me was the non-racing game per person's racing game and it worked on me there are a few games that have happened like i said racing games have always intimidated me the simulation games as much as i want to like them i often don't but i think things like burnout and cruising usa uh and and you know mario kart if you want to if you want to add that and f-zero was kind of like the first one of those for me yeah where i was like oh this is really fun you know every time i saw a racing game in the arcade it would scare me because i didn't want to be attempting to be good at it in right. front of other people but the element of speed in this game was unforgettable and if they nail that sense of speed and it holds up in the modern day, I think it's going to be very good. Mm. I don't know if that's the case, but regardless, it meant a lot to me growing up in that sense. I'm giving this one a three out of four. Okay. I'd love to go higher than that because I do think it deserves it, but I'll point everyone to the actual Metacritic score for this uh. game, which is an 82%. Oh. Even though it's on most people's best of all time games lists. Okay. Because of it and all the games that came uh, came after it. So two and a half and a three. Five and a half total. Five and a half total. Out of eight, not probably what people are expecting, but no. also not terrible. Leaves it a lot of room for improvement, and uh, maybe that's what we'll get. Yeah, that it, it. Yeah, I think it will. I think we're putting it in a good spot that it might very much surpass our expectations. I, I agree. I, yeah. and, and I hope that it does. I know that that racing style of like every lap you need to be 
uh, ahead of the, like a certain barrier. It's oh like, yeah. It's like if you finish 16th and it's expecting you to finish 15th, then you're out. And yeah. then every lap you have to get more and more and more. I think it's four or five laps total. So it's like, there's always a new bar to be set. And I like that because it lets you kind of ease into the process of learning a new map okay. essentially. So I'm excited to see how it goes. We're actually going to be playing this one on the NES online or SNES online through the Nintendo Switch. Oh. Uh, so if you want to play along with us, pause this, play the game, get your uh, perspective on it and then come back and we'll uh, we'll sit down together. Oh, that sounds just like great. Friends. Just like just like buds on a couch. Oh man, buds on couch, dudes on uh, uh, Shea lounges. Yeah, 100%. That's my favorite. Fainting couches. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Fellas on fainting couches. Fainting, uh, a bunch of otters on ottomans. Uh, <laughs> you know how we do. Uh, but let's go play F1. Let's F1, do it. damn it, F0. F0, we'll see you guys on the other side with zero more mistakes coming. How many more times am I going to do that? <laughs> you want to go Grand Prix or practice? I think uh, straight to the Grand Prix. I think we go right to the Grand Prix, baby. So Mikey's looking at a bunch of different cars that are doing different things. So they're all different shapes. They're all different colors. So that's all good. And really kind of cool when you click on it, it highlights the acceleration in a chart to show you how quickly and how high the speed is. It's like it's like acceleration. So it's like how quickly you get high and what the overall max speed is. So you got the Blue Falcon, which is obviously Captain Falcon's yes. racer. Max power, 3,200 PS. Max speed is 457 kilometers an hour. Classic. Uh, which is like not that much faster than current F1 <laughs> can go. Because they go miles per hour and it's like 200 and something. Yeah, it's crazy. So we got second, Golden Fox. The Golden Fox, who could forget? 438 kilometers an hour max speed. We've got the Wild Goose. 462. Slower. Slower acceleration. Fire Stingray, which is probably the slowest acceleration, but the, the highest, highest speed. max speed of yeah. 478. Uh, you know what? Let's just get into it. Let's do get it. Get into it. We're going to go Blue Falcon for well, Falcon's not, sake. Right? We're going to so, go Knight, Queen, or King League. Interesting way of putting it. Yeah. Probably Knight. Yeah, let's start Start low. Let's Class you know, beginner? Yeah. I'm good with makes that. Makes sense. I'm good with it because we are beginners. Oh, Mute yeah. City. Here's another famous level from uh, F1. So, wow, a lot going on in the background. Holy screwed up. smokes, it hurts my eyes. Pump. This legitimately is kind of giving me a headache. <laughs> I don't... Oh, my God. Oops. So, off of the racetrack is a city in motion. Yes. And so... There's a lot happening, and you are going so fast. Oh, yeah, this is a lot. You really have to use your imagination to understand what that city in the on the horizon is. Yes. Because it isn't it isn't a city. Like, it, it just has kind of pixels everywhere. But you could imagine that if you were to zoom in on it, it would be a full-on city. Yeah. But the key to this okay, is, what's the key? is not to touch anything. Don't touch the other racers if you can avoid it, unless you're trying to knock them off something. Don't touch Whoa. any of these sides, because... Whether you're going straight or in a line, uh, sorry, straight or curving, you maintain your high speed. The only time you lose it and lose acceleration is when you hit something or go off road a little bit. So Mikey, you are in second currently. Sorry, you oh. just, you're in third now, but- Almost second. Almost second. Now, the issue is you're in second, yet we could see three cars in yes. front of you. And I yes. was like, huh. So now so you're back in second, in second so here. Very far ahead of me. But basically, as each lap ends, if you're in last place, you lose. So you have to kind of constantly maintain your pace. Final lap. Oh, I just oh, somebody exploded. exploded someone. Now I feel kind of bad about that. You killed that guy at a family. Especially because that was, I think I lapped him, so I didn't need to do that no. at all. He didn't have to die. He was innocent. No one's innocent in this world Not full of billionaires. Zero. Everyone's got blood on their hands. <laughs> 
And okay. I have some on my bumper. So Mikey is in second. It is the final lap. We are coming up to the finish line here in a second. There are way more than four racers on the field. Way more. Kind of like Excite Bike, just to, to make you feel like you're constantly racing more people. Yeah. Big, Big blue. blue. We're on a water level this time. Big Blue, by the way, I think I could be wrong, but is a Mario Kart level as well okay. in Mario Kart 8. So you have the rank one in your sights right now. I do. This is a quote-unquote water level, but you'll see eh, as you pass through some of the barriers, if you hit anything, you immediately lose your acceleration. So yeah. if you constantly hit things, then low accelerate or fast acceleration is probably for you. If you don't, then high speed, slow acceleration is probably your, your go-to. So this track's a lot tighter than the one that yes. Mikey was on. Yes. So we're finding more opportunities to pass, but we're all pretty much, uh, whoa, that was already one lap? Okay. That was one lap. So four laps to go. And you can see, Andrew, as you keep oh, going. I'm sorry. Oh, did you try to explo uh, explode the guy? I, yeah, explode I, was, him? I was being an asshole. Um, as you as we go through, if Get you don't hit anything, your car has a very high top speed. So you, you start to gain on them pretty quickly, yeah. which is cool. Which is really cool. This course would be built for a tight acceleration. Yes, exactly. Because you're constantly kind of hitting the, the barriers. Oh. So you have power, and it looks like power is your health. So if you hit too many things, you will explode. You will go I'm going to explode soon. Guys, I just want to be real. I will explode. Andrew's in rank two. There's a straightaway right at the beginning of the lap, and Andrew is finding a way to take over quite a few people. That helps that every time yeah. for us. Based on the car that we have with Falcon, that is a big help. So this this lap, I think, is your best lap by far. You haven't touched anything yet. You're, you're slamming oh. on full speed the whole time. We're still getting used to how to properly take the corner. Andrew's fucking kicking ass this round. This, this lap. He hit nah. someone. Oh, he's close to exploding. But if he can maintain, if he can maintain, he's got, oh, two, got laps two laps left. Not a hope. Not a hope I'll be able to do it. I feel like your overall top speed is being affected by the, the damage. I to would agree because well. I didn't catch. I didn't catch that person there. And I'm looking at your speed and it's kind of hovering around 330. Oh, I got a bump forward. That's good. That helped. And now 320. So your overall power will limit your overall top speed. Wow. That's really cool. That's that really cool. That is cool. I actually wish I could do this level again now. Yeah, I'm exploding. Do, do it again. You, yeah. it, was, it was your first time. That was time. fun. I enjoyed You that. lost. And if you explode. You lose. You explode. Yeah. You try not come to, back. Try not exploding. Try not. Have you tried not exploding? <laughs> I actually didn't know you could die. Oh. So I'm like, oh, I'm just bouncing around. Yeah. I say. <laughs> I'm uh, also interested to see how he takes his corners because he's not hitting them as much as we do. We're not hitting the wall as much as we do. But Andrew on the straightaway takes over. He's in first place All now. All right, here we first go. First time we've seen first place, and boy, does it look good. Boy, the view is fantastic from first place, Mikey. When you're in first place, you know what my favorite view is? Second place, because I can see you. Oh, oh you want to see me leave? Yeah, I hate to see you go, but I love watching you leave or whatever. Yeah, that's about right. All right, so Andrew, now that he doesn't have to worry about uh, all the cars, is nailing the turns. He's he's really taken to this. And this is from the guy who doesn't like racing games. They, I, You know what? I'm having a great time, guys. It's just great to be out here. It's a beautiful day. Uh, we're going to take it one lap at a time and, uh, you know, see how it takes us. One lap at a time, three times left, because there are three laps left. Coming into the straightaway again, Andrew is relatively untouched by everyone. Uh, he's lapping people, having a good time doing it. Barely touching anything. He's maintaining that so high speed. Do you think those those the border are flames? Or what is that? It looks like if you skim the border, Woo! you do also get damage. Yeah. Uh, even if you don't bounce off of it. Uh, it looks, yeah, it looks probably uh, some flames designed by the billionaires to make things a little bit more interesting <laughs> yeah. for them. We want to see more explosions. <laughs> We're saying try not to explode. They're saying, could you explode for me, Can please? please explode. It's good for ratings. Oh, there's uh, speaking of exploding, Andrew just passed a cart that uh, looked like it was about. Uh, oh, he's uh, he's being uh, coming up the tail. Andrew's in no. second place. One small mistake, 
and that's all it'll take to that lose your stake in the race. You wake and bake. That guy was, oh, no, get off of me. Oh, Andrew, oh it is oh. turning into bumper cars out it's, here. Yeah, when you're in first place, it's a lot easier to maintain that as opposed to no, climbing your way o- back. Okay, so I will say the issue is, what, what, what do we call it? Like the area around the car is actually really the large. Hitbox. The hitbox. The hitbox is really Larger large. Larger than it looks. I know later on in this franchise. Oh, you're in first place. Boom. Oh, you just took it right at the end. Yeah, nice just work. Right. Nice work. I, I don't know what happened, but the guy seemed to either power down the the first place guy. He took he took hit he took a hit on yeah. the uh, from from the guy who was trying to lap. Where in F one the rule is you're not allowed to impede someone if they're lapping you. Right. In F zero, no rules. It seems like their fucking job is to impede. You. Is, yeah, exactly. I, you know, I will say what is really annoying is in the fourth or fifth laps or whatever it is, there are more cars on the road than there ever have been in any other. Yes, like, yes. It's like they are like they know that it's like, well, better throw some more cars out there. It's almost to finishing up here. Exactly. Hey, by the way, were you using the D-pad or the I joystick? was using the joystick. Yeah, I was I, I, I was the first one. I'm going to see so if the d So I will say I barely use the brake at all. I actually just let the slowdown just oh, naturally really? happen. Oh, that might make sense. Because the, this course feels like the last course where it's really tight. And uh, uh, I, I like that. Yeah, because slowing if you press the brake, it really like you need more than just a feather on it. Yeah, it's funny because you were saying the thing about the drift and it's like that actually feels it, like, it really does. That feels way better than using the brake, even though the guy in front seems to be drifting a little bit. Eh? Do you see it, how I bet you it looks like that when we do it, too. Oh, OK. I don't think we've said it yet, but this is a desert level. We're on this oh, time. Yeah. OK, I'm starting to think those that car's job is to get in your way. Honestly, it looks like he's he's really trying he's because like the they're yellow all the same. car in cruising USA. Honestly. Yeah, they're all the same car like it's so weird that there's like 10 of the same car out there and their job is to get in your way exactly mikey is clean in first right now with three laps to go so oh man not a- i really fucking like the feeling of feathering the gas as opposed to the brake yeah it, it is more of a drift you feel like you have more control i honestly i don't mind using the the d-pad either it's it's oh you're like, yeah you're it using feels the like it was kind of meant for it and maybe the uh the Woo! dead zone on the joystick is a little bit tough to play with now that's racing. Mikey is kicking ass coming into the hair point turn here. <laughs> Woo, nice. Oh my God, Was that a pod racing joke, Andrew? Uh, now that's F-Zero. <laughs> oh no. No, dude. No. Oh! Mikey exploded. I mean, that's why. You want to try it again? You, no, no, you go, for it, go for it, go for it, go uh, that's, for that's, it. That feels like why they put more racers on the track yes. in the last one. It makes that last uh, lap much more exciting. So would you guess your second last lap was your best lap? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once I figured out that hairpin turn and before they had uh, more people on the on the field with us. Mikey, would I shock you that this is called Sand Ocean? Sand Ocean. Uh, you know what? Honestly, it would because I felt like Nintendo would have been a bit more creative than that. Okay, so here we go. Ocean, desert. We are back. Desert Ocean, whatever. Who the hell cares? Mikey's in third place. He can see the first two. He's past second so quickly, taking the hairpin turn right behind first place. He's breathing down his neck. He's he's asking about oh. if his car has an insurance policy expired. <laughs> I'm about to repo it. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I like that guy's car better than mine. He's always ahead of me. I'm in first, though. There You're we go. You're in first. We are bumping and bruising. I wonder if the damage being applied to the other person's uh, car is the same as mine. I would actually think it is because on the race I won, <clears throat> I uh, <laughs> the, the, the guy that was in first place that I overtook, slowed down at the end because of contact he took. Oh my God. This is a real, if it's ain't Robin, it ain't racing kind of move. Like it's the, we, no one might survive this race to no. be honest. This, this is, is days of thunder, Dick trickles kind of stuff, man. Dick trickles. Yeah. Dick that Trickle. sounds like something you got to check out at the doctor's office. Real NASCAR race or er, really? Yeah. Dick trickles. 
So this is uh, what? Oh, fuck. oh no! Someone just stopped right in front of me and took out so much of my power when he exploded. Uh -oh. I'm still in first, but like I am about to die. God damn, damn it. it! Fuck! <laughs> and welcome back to the retrograde. Whoa, that was good. <laughs> oh, that was impressive. I didn't uh, know I could do that. Yeah, well, hey, we it tickled my lips. Oh, did you like the tickle though? No. Oh, it did still not hurts. Like it's bad tickle. Like a tickle away. Like, because uh, you can't scratch it. You know, you okay. get like a tickle in the back of your throat. Uh huh. And you go, try to like, or yeah, like, trying to weird. I was yeah. going to do the sound, but that's going to be miserable for someone Disgusting. listening. Disgusting. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. eating at home right now. Oh, maybe they're enjoying it then. Oh, also. Yeah. Don't eat so loud. I can no, hear you. Oh, I know. How erotic is this podcast for you? Tremendously? I think it, on a scale Oh, I was of, talking to the D-pads. I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> what they're going to say. Oh, okay. I'll answer for them. Okay, yeah. They, you talk As, to me. I'll, I'll talk to them. <laughs> don't, don't talk to them. Don't talk to them. Talk to me. Talk to me. Um, um, on a scale from <laughs> very to incredibly, I'd say very. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I think that I th there's no way that's not true. So we just played F-Zero. We did, and we played it again on the Nintendo Switch Online. And can we just take a moment to talk about Nintendo gets a lot of shit for the availability of certain games. Oh, yes, um, yes, You know, yes. they come on hard. They come hard after ROM companies or ROM mm -hmm. uh, uh, depositories, suppositories, repositories. <laughs> repositories. Uh, torrents, yeah, that that have their games as ROMs, sure. which I would gladly pay for if I could, but the option isn't there. Now, I often say that about them. Mm -hmm. And then you have something like the Nintendo Switch Online, which has a great category of Super catalog. Nintendo uh, catalog, uh, what did I say? Category. category. I'm sticking with that. Okay. It has a great category of games. Yes, it does. Racing. <laughs> R, racing. Okay, again. Uh, but on the Nintendo Switch Online, yeah. uh, they're, they're the Nintendo games, the Super Nintendo games, and they're all available for the cost of Nintendo Switch Online, which also allows you to uh, compete online in games like Mario Kart. It's crazy. So we have the Nintendo Entertainment System Online, and we have the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Online. There are legitimately so many games on yes. there. Like, we were just scrolling through the catalog <laughs> uh -huh. of... Uh, I did it. The uh, category. Of, uh, the of all the category. games, and I couldn't believe the number of games on here that we just got to, like, boot up and play. It was so much fun. Totally. It was great, and I'm looking, I'm like, do I play Super Metroid this weekend? Like, is that what I do now? Because I need another game to not finish, which would be great. Yeah, I was going to say, how's Arkham Knight going? Uh, Arkham Knight, I will get to after Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> oh, Ratchet and Clank haven't finished either. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just, it's so convenient. It's so easy. Yes. Um, and it's going to really, it's first of all, it should help you. If you have a Switch at home, absolutely get this. This is absolutely worth the price of admission. It helps us. We do a retro video game podcast. It's great. This is fantastic. Play, play the games as they were initially intended with, yeah. like we played with Ninja Gaiden, the ability to create save states, mm. which is just mwah, chef's oh. kiss. Mwah, mwah. Uh, I love that. That, yeah. that it just makes things way easier for us. We didn't need save states, obviously. In this, we were making save states around every corner. Imagine that, <laughs> how miserable that race would be. Um, be um, but it, all in all, it, this game holds up pretty well in terms of its sense of speed, I think. I would agree with you. Yes, it does feel fast. Yes. Uh, too fast? Uh, it's not furious enough, though. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I, so we played on the Super Nintendo Online. Yes. Uh, just an incredible resource uh, and and totally recommend. And and it will open up a bunch of other games that we can play on this yes, podcast. of course. So so we played it. Mikey, thoughts? Felt fast? Uh, it felt fast. I, felt I, fast. I enjoyed that about it. And even though the controls were incredibly simple, there was an 
immense amount of satisfaction that came from learning a course, getting the turns done right. This is kind of like my my mini version of a simulation racing game okay. where when I do nail a turn, it feels really good and yeah. I don't need the amount of coordination and understanding of how cars work uh, that you would to nail that turn in a racing sim. Um, so this is kind of like a shortcut to get to that, but I'd probably never have it in a real racing game anyway. So yeah. I, I like that. Uh, what about you, Andrew? Was were the? I'll ask you this. Were the lack of graphical details mm. enough mm. Uh, 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 enough to to pull this game down even though mechanically it was fun or did you even enjoy it mechanically i think i did, well it, mechanically it's very simple yeah. you know what i mean there's not you know we didn't get into like the heavy drifting and then like a boost or something like that or you know the, the mechanically it is very very simple but in that way it still works right it works really well. It works really well. And and I think that this simplicity actually helps it in the same way that I thought simplicity would help excite bike, but ultimately harmed it. Mm. I, I liked the feeling of each lap getting a little bit better. What I didn't like is the seeming addition. I'm pretty sure we were not making this up, but in the last few laps or as the laps go on, there's more traffic yes. on the course. But like I, pro and con. You know, con because it's frustrating to right. play, but pro in the way that like it helps that if someone was just so in first, it's right, like helping right, rubber right, bands right, right. slightly. You know, what well, I mean? the rubber banding even without that is very apparent. I mean, yes. I'm I'm I come up on whomever's in first place, for example. You gotta announce yourself though. That's like yes, you hello. Can't, I am I am on your tail. Knock knock. I am willing to approach. Box box. Box. <laughs> box, um, box, and uh, and the the speed at which I pass them after hitting like a good turn or something like that should say if there is no rubber banding that I am continuing to gain distance on them. Yes. However, one small mistake and they're immediately in your rearview mirror, yeah. and that to me is always frustrating in racing games. Well, for sure, for sure. Wait, the rubber banding part of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't like rubber banding. I would rather have it where come the last lap, there are more people on the course, but if you had given yourself enough distance between you and the person in second place, you could get in one crash and it wouldn't be so See, so that's interesting because on the first race that we did, uh, you were healthily in second. You know yes. what I mean? You really kicked ass, but you never saw first place right right is that good though you no know, no like... no that that well the rubber banding yeah it, it can go both ways i feel like the <laughs> rubber band checkmate fuck <laughs> i quit he's proven me wrong <laughs> yes. um i the rubber banding can go both ways but i feel like in this game it's more so when you're in the lead mm. it won't let you get too far ahead but it's less about whether or not you can get back into first just by having one good lap okay so fair enough because the, the other thing we didn't establish was Okay, so video games do do this often where you 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 don't know. Are you getting punished because you're clearly the player and everyone else is AI? Right. Or are they dealing with the same bullshit that you right. are? Exactly. We couldn't really establish whether that was true. We believe that the AI is also dealing with stuff. Yes. Uh, like a, a health meter and things like a, that. A, a sense of uh, self-consciousness. So, sorry, They're dealing with a lot. How happy are they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, yeah. their life... Why should we be the only miserable exactly. things? Exactly. Let's give them sentience and give them a sense of the, uh, the, the human condition. I just like the idea that we'd like flip it on and off like a switch. Like, I don't know, guys. I think it's a bad idea to give the AI uh, as it's just like, here, when we turn it on, they keep doing this and they just drive into the side of the road. It's like, oh God, oh no. <laughs> um, uh, so so to, to kind of directly answer your question of like, did it feel good to be so far in second that I knew I couldn't good. win? It didn't feel great, but it felt deserved. Oh, that's and on, interesting. And on the other side of it, when I felt like I was having an amazing race, 
and then one small hiccup and people are passing me again, that felt undeserved. Mm. And that's where rubber banding comes in to kind of hurt me a little bit. If you do one, you got to do the other. And that's just the way the game works. Okay. I would rather have no rubber banding and let races be what they are. Okay. I think that, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably fair. You know what I mean? Like, let's just call it even. Just call it, call it fair. Yeah. I, I think that's probably the way that will be most satisfying to most people. But if it's like a video game, capital V, capital G. Yes. They got to keep it competitive in some capacity. So I I totally understand that. But otherwise, like, okay, so we we talked about the controls a little bit. How did the graphics look to you? Not good. Yeah, not good. The graphics were, I think, the biggest... Look, a racing game at its core is very similar to every other racing game. And I know that mechanically it makes a a big difference, but the skin does make a big difference. Oh, yeah. Um, So much so that I think Crash Team Racing is harmed by its skin more than benefits from it. Because if Mario Kart had the mechanics of Crash Team Racing, I honestly believe it would be better a better game. Uh. I, I know this is splitting people, but I know I'm not alone on this hill. I will die on it though. Hopefully soon. By choice. By choice. Uh, Hurry curry. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, so, so I think that the skin of Mario Kart is so much better than mm-hmm. the skin of, of Crash Team Racing because everyone loves Mario and Link and this and that. And they do more with collectibles and things that are iconic than Crash Team Racing does. But that skin then pushes it beyond to make it quote unquote a better game yeah. as opposed to what I would consider to be a game with better mechanics. Mm. Um, okay, that's interesting. I would agree with you. The graphics I, I would say is actually a hindrance in this game. I think it actually makes the game, it negatively affects the right. game. Totally. I think in the idea where they tried to do something really smart, especially for the time, which was saying the backgrounds and the non-playable areas are active. Look, they're moving. Yes. There's, there's life on the course. Okay, that's a great idea in theory. Now that you're moving that fast, I swear to God, I could get, give myself a seizure. Like, Oh, honestly. I, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it, it feels like they had a, you know, I mean, this happens a lot with games and technology, but they had a vision in their mind of what else it could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted it to look like what the more modern F-Zero games look like. This one doesn't look like that yeah. because it is so much more... Uh, like peeled back it's so much more simplistic yeah and, but you know that they're going for that vibe you know they're going for the vibe that we eventually came to know f-zero to be because there were trappings of it but just done with such low resolution that it didn't give you the same full effect of right. like the loop-de-loops and the and the and the 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 putting them all in the clown's in the mouth. Yeah, yeah putting yeah. them all. Of course, yes, of course. Absolutely. That's that's what that's my favorite part. The of The old Dulce Yes. Who uh, forget about that? The, uh, yeah. the Ring around the Rosie. The Ring around the Rosie is a popular one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Foxtrot. Uh, uh, the 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 uh, Hokey Pokey. The Hokey Pokey. Hokey Pokey. Yeah, that's what's all about. So uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's important that those elements are like super established, but yes. at the same time, the graphics really didn't sell it well enough, even though, okay, uh, try to think what the right word is. Like, it's not, because the graphics flatly, if you just showed him a painting, Michael you'd be Flatley. Like, Michael Flatley, absolutely, Lord of the Dance, is that you'd say a painting of it, and you'd be like, eh, I don't know, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah. But the way that the the way that the car operated in the world, went through the world, yeah. I thought was impressive. I do too. And I also think that, like, I know it doesn't, it doesn't, didn't end up achieving the same effect as what we'd come to know F-04, but given the technology that they had, I think they did a great job. If you, in it, like you said, in a static picture of this, look at the skyline, it would look like absolute trash. Yeah. But the way trash that city. they make it move, trash city, uh, the way that they make it move, it does kind of give the impression of lights flashing yeah. and the, and the skyline moving in line with where you're moving. 
in a way where it feels like only Nintendo can do that. Like, yeah, if we can't properly yeah. animate a face, give the guy a mustache and give him a hat so the hair doesn't look weird. Like, yeah. those or a sorts pipe. Of, right. A so pipe. he gives a self-purpose. <laughs> <laughs> he have identity. <laughs> so his friends can hate him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, does he like F1? Yeah, tell him about it. Um, I, I think that they have such a good way of... of using less to create more and mm. this is a great example of that that's a, that's a nice way of putting it. however it doesn't age perfectly because now we're playing it thinking it looks just not as good it's you know this is one of those things where it's just a victim of the time at the time it was probably like holy shit like yes, things are exactly, moving you exactly. know uh where now it's like oh god it's taken away from the game well okay so graphics aside i had mentioned that i got a thrill out of the controls and of the actual racing you know not maybe not so much as you know hitting a great line in crash team racing or something like that but but enough that it, i got the same dopamine rush did you did you find yourself there at all or were you always kind of reserved in um, in the sense that it was a very simplistic stripped down version of what you know racing games to be now that's interesting i i think um uh, hmm, hmm. i think i did because if you hear and i think you'll catch it on the audio you can hear me go like woo or something yeah, like yeah, 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 like yeah, it yeah. was a good turn that just was tight and you're like oh and he flew through and it's like whoa that was a nice one yeah 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 um you, you, so that does it is rewarding in that way and if you could create a game that is uh, structurally strong enough that you can you can try your best you know, hit it just right and and succeed. Yeah, then that's fantastic. Yeah, so yeah, I agree with you. It did hit hit me at times. Yeah, I liked it, man. I'm I'm struggling so hard with with the modern score, and that I'm I'm honestly stalling. Like I'm trying to talk through this with you to understand what I'm going to give it because what we know F Zero to be as, and I keep saying that, and there's a reason for it. It's because F Zero it was not a very prevalent game past the release yeah. of the original F-Zero. It wasn't yeah. a very prevalent franchise. F-Zero X came out in 1996 on the Nintendo 64, or sorry, 1998 on the uh, Nintendo 64. So it coasted, which oh, is a good term drifted. for this. Drifted. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, this is why we're good partners. Yeah. yeah. You just punch me up. Yeah. <laughs> like Mike Tyson You, you say the normal words. Yes. And then I'll make them back. You make the joke out of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 1990, we have the original F-Zero. 1991. Okay. Nothing. 1992, oh, okay, nothing. Oh, okay, but 1993, yeah. you got nothing, okay. and then 94 rolls along, and you and got that's nothing. No, it's nothing. But 1995, the year that we're all waiting for, yes. nothing happens. <laughs> In 1996, you get this F Zero Grand Prix game, which seems to be just a re-release. I'm honestly not sure what it is. I don't remember it coming out. Uh, it seems more like a, 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 a parallel release to the F-Zero franchise. 1997, you have F-Zero Grand Prix 2, yep. which is similar. I, I know we're going to get corrected on this. I apologize I, for sure not we knowing will. more about it. But then 1998 comes along, and you have F-Zero X on the Nintendo 64. So I do remember this. And this is where I think most of my memories of the franchise come. They had almost retrofitted the original F-Zero game yep. with the graphic stylings and the detail and the overall sense of speed. Ryan and, stylings. And, and the <laughs> Ryan Stylings, there you yes. go. Don't make a call-in mockery of my point. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Wayne Brady's my favorite football player. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a bad comedian, so I use Greg Proops. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's the best I got on that one. There you go. Um, um, I, I Honestly, I don't Drew Carey what point you're trying to make. I got something else to say. Fuck you. Uh, the, so F-Zero X is it kind of stylized in my mind what F-Zero is. And I honestly think... Wipeout did the same thing. Huh. Even though Wipeout was mimicking F-Zero, right. they filled in the blanks that are created almost on purpose because of the graphical limitations by F-Zero. Yeah. So this idea of a futuristic racer 
all kind of blends together, and I'm not sure how much to take away from the original, even though it started this. When you go back and play it, it doesn't have the feeling that I thought I'd have of that super rich race style of yep. speed and danger and mm-hmm. this and that. I, I completely agree with you, and I'm also having a tough time on what to score this game. Yeah, I, uh, I listen, you want to just talk our way through it, Andrew? Let's do it, let's do it, let's let's piss off some people. So as a summary, you gave this a two and a half in the retro score, I gave it a three. Andrew, how does this game hold up uh, for you in the modern day against the likes of modern games? And, and for some context, this game came out in North America in 1991 and Japan in 1990. Super Mario Kart, 1992. So not too far after, and Super Mario Kart is close to perfect for a kart racing game yeah okay i'm glad you brought that up so i how does this stack up i will say flatly well michael yes my flatly comma michael so you have to say well because <laughs> he's welsh or something like that i think scottish yeah, or irish or something yeah some, it's irish dance isn't it i Mike, and you can't be irish unless you do it oh yeah that's true yeah 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 Yeah. every every irish person always enters my home that way yes um, I, 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 oh, before you get into it, <laughs> sure, so I had sure. someone, someone on my TikTok commented, uh, like all you Americans are all the same for at based Suplant, on, at, at Suplant, Suplant on TikTok, TikTok. uh, that when I called the Euro cup, the Euro cup, cause that's what we call it in North America yeah. and a lot of people listening or the euros, whatever. Someone commented like, oh, all you, uh, uh, Americans are, are the world, like fucking Americans. Yeah. And I was like Canadian, my dude, fair point, but that's like me calling you Welsh and he was Irish and I spent 20 minutes researching <laughs> Welsh versus Ireland, uh, Irish, like Wales versus Ireland to make sure I was making a decent point. Yeah. But I had, I still don't know if I'm right about it. I think Scottish and Irish work. That works as well. But, I, but he said he was Welsh uh-huh. and I didn't know what that, oh. like I did, if I said Scottish, is that too much like Wales? Right. I don't know. I'm I don't, an idiot. I don't know. We are. We I just, know it's a good point if I say it right, <laughs> but I don't know which one it is. So in, in saying that, I, I kind of disproved myself because I'm like, I would call you one or the other. Yeah. yeah. I, let me, like, give me 20 minutes of research and I'll tell you exactly how exactly. I get you yeah, wrong, yeah. Uh, even with the research. Okay, so how does it handle, how does it stack up? Well, you know, I just want to, I just want to start with that. It's, it does well because I'm going to kind of go from here. Okay. I enjoyed this game. Yes. I had a lot of fun playing this game. It handled really well. It was fast, which is something we've had issues yeah. with in the past with older games. Especially and, from 1990. This is fast for 1990 oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And it's compelling. Like, yes. you know, they created, depending on your feeling of rubber banding, it created a sense of rivalry, yep. then competition that was happening. So that's all really good. Except my score is not going to be that good. Yeah. And, and it has to be because there's just no way you could look at this game and the modern day and go, this is the game we should play. Right. I had a really fun time playing this game, but I think after the fifth race, I'd be like, well. I agree. I yes. get it. Yes. You know, like, it's not, it's not creating a compelling way to, to keep me from playing. Um, and even with the Grand Prix style of like keeping me in race to race, it really doesn't do it. Like, yeah, you might hit a, a turbo pad every once in a while, or yes, you might do it, but it ultimately is kind of the same thing, even though the course has changed. Yeah. So I'm giving it another two and a half. Okay. That's fair. I, and I feel bad about it because I enjoyed it. No, I, I thought you were going to go lower than that. And I actually completely agree with your score. Oh, really? uh, and I, I would love to give it more. I really would. But the sentimental aspect of it, which you get when you play retro games, right. it turns out wasn't quite what I remembered because mm. I had I had repurposed all of my memories or reskinned them with what I had come to know F Zero as. Yeah, you know, when I'm sitting there playing as a kid, in my mind, I can see the buildings and I can see more of the 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 warp pads and this and that. Yeah, and 
that's probably what I was imagining mm. because you're you're you really did have to use your own imagination when you were playing games in, in this era, you know, to see that kind of like dusty, faded skyline and mm-hmm. imagine there were buildings right, there. Right. And the game does a good job of that, but maybe my my imagination skills are less honed nowadays. And the, and the, and and I one hundred percent true that yeah, there ab- <laughs> yeah. absolutely is yeah. absolutely is. Um. Uh. But because of the, in spite of that, I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I still would. Yes, I may get bored of it in an hour, but I would really enjoy that hour that I spent with yeah. it. And to me, that makes it worth it, especially with the ease of access of this game. If you have now, yeah. online, two and a half is my score oh. as well. Uh, I would like to go higher than that, but I do think similar to you, you know, if I'm going to, for a racing game of this era, this may have been the first, but I don't think it's the best. No. And unfortunately, when we look at the modern score, we have to factor less in about the pioneering nature of it and the sentimental nature of it, unless that's a really big factor and more about what I want to play this game instead mm-hmm. of say super Mario Kart. Yeah. I, I, I think that's totally fair. So two fives two excuse me, two, two and a half equal a five. And that's a 10 and a half out of 16, 10 and a half out of 16 is a good score. We recently gave a 10 and a half out of 16 to Mario golf 64 as well. And I think <sighs> it's similar for similar reasons. It's, it's yeah. like, I'm very happy with those being the same because they are good examples <laughs> yeah. of, of how that type of game plays kind of a stripped down version of it, but not the best version of it. No, I do love that when like you, you go like, we also give it 10 and a half to, and I go, oh crap. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, don't you dare use my words against me. Don't you dare use the scores I gave games. No, I don't. I, I don't think that that's fair because every review is kind of uh, uh, relative to the game itself, which means snowflake. the genre. What? what? It's a oh, snowflake. it's unique. They're all unique. They're all different. And also, can't handle if criticism. You, if you call it the wrong <laughs> pronoun, it'll be, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so t- a 10 and a half i think is a totally fair score yes i know it will upset some people or, or whatever but we like we're saying we had fun playing this mm-hmm. game it's just not a fully fleshed out game that and it won't be the first one you reach for when you think of uh old racing games i agree i agree spend some time with it but i don't think you need to spend yeah. too much with it and you'll see what we mean if you do boot it up but andrew before we go oh we've got uh i, I hear in, I hear in the it. background the band is kind of warming up and i think it's okay. time for us to bow out and let them take over to introduce us to the gravies you've been waiting for it all year the most glamorous award ceremony of the week ladies and gentlemen the gravies Andrew, that was a fart. <laughs> Andrew, we're live. Oh my God, we're on television. Andrew, we're back. The oh. band doesn't warm up for that long. Oh my God. Okay, hey, uh, welcome Jesus back. Christ. Okay, Elliot's laughing at you. How's that feel? All, the worst I've ever felt. Maybe in my life. the worst you've ever felt. But I do appreciate his uh, Captain Falcon cosplay. Yes, it's good. That it's is good. good. I mean, he's got the physique for it. Yeah, he boy does he. Oh my God. It, it's impressive. I don't know if there are pockets in there or if he has to reach yeah. into. Oh, he's, he's got the envelope in his glove compartment. Oh, that's very funny. So, uh, Elliot, why don't you reach into the glove compartment, uh, pull out that envelope and tell us uh, the awards that this game has won. Yeah. Let me guess. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, an, listen, another week. I, I feel maybe we need to add one more, but if we added another award, it would be just like the mediocre award. It yeah. would just be filling the same <laughs> hole. Like, like what else would this get? You know? Well, I, like we said last week, deep ads, get at us more awards. If we're missing we something. Hear it. If we're missing yeah. something. Um, uh, but we obviously, uh, you were just handed your yes, secret I envelope and, and I am, uh, uh, handed my secret envelope and, uh, my award for this oh. week, uh, that, that I've been given is the, uh, the, uh, mute city award oh. because, uh, this game has less of a voice than I thought it did. <laughs> 
Well, that's really funny. I think mine is kind of very similar. Mine's Falcon, kick it up a notch. <laughs> uh, it needs to do more. I agree with it that. It needs more. It needs more. It doesn't do both. Uh, this is where we stand. <laughs> Decent awards, a decent game, you know, a, a, a pioneering game. So I don't want to dismiss that. We understand the the appeal that it had and and, and how much it moved the the genre forward yeah. and the and the industry forward. But that's where it stands today. But that's the way it is. So you know what, and that and that's the worst part. I hate the, when we do these ones where it's because it's like. Ah, uh, the score is low, and if you kind of skim through it, you don't really see it. But like, we actually really enjoyed the game, and I actually, if you, if you have uh, Switch Online, go play this game for a little bit. I bet you'll enjoy it. Well, it's it's another one of those things where when we talk about you know being disappointed in the score and how to use scores against one another because they were similar to a different game or different from another a sure, similar game, sure. and the problem is, and I've always had this problem. A lot of people have this problem with with games is that they can't separate what is said in the review from the score of the review. Oh, um, interesting. As though that like everyone wants a quick tidbit of like, give me the score. That's the measurable. Yes, yes, yes. Be more subtle about it. Listen to the words in the review. A seven can be a game that is worth playing, but that doesn't live up to his potential or Absolutely. something along those lines. You have to grade each game differently. It's impossible to be apples to 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 apples. There have oh, been God. a lot of games. So I, I got to reset you. To go. Sorry. To apples to apples to apples to apples to apples to apples. To apples okay. To apples okay. So now that he's away, I think it's really important that we just talk about. Yeah, I've been I've been the sucker that's gone down to. Okay, I gotta I gotta get out of here. I gotta help him out. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me as always, the bad boy of podcasting, Apple, Mikey, Aaron Okay, getting better and better. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, give us some of your blood. (laughs) I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. (laughs) Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Buds on couch. Dudes on Shea lounges. Yeah, otters on ottomans. Uh, (laughs) You know how we do.